the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Well, the battle between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis turning into a full-fledged war. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. According to polls, Trump and DeSantis are the leading contenders for the GOP presidential nomination. The Florida governor has yet to formally declare his candidacy, but he'll be visiting first-in-the-nation caucus state Iowa in a couple of weeks. A Trump campaign official said Trump is scheduling a return trip to Iowa on the same day that DeSantis will be in the state. The move is a sign of the escalating competition between the two men. Greg Clugston. The White House. A Texas sheriff saying authorities have widened the search area for the man suspected of killing five of his neighbors. Officials say 38-year-old Francisco Orapizo could now be up to 20 miles away from the murder scene. That incident in the small community of Cleveland, Texas. This is SRN News. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya and AM 1280 The Patriot MVP. Mary Harrington. She is our guest today. The number of gender clinics that have sprung up across the United States in just the last 20 years is stunning. And it's difficult not to see that there are a great many people who are just seeing a new business opportunity. I mean, the the growth year on year in how much this industry is worth is extraordinary. Thing number one, follow the money. Streaming on Apple Podcasts and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Stay tuned another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network Closer Edition with Brad Carlson coming up in moments. But right now, let's look at your weather for this evening. Low around 40 degrees with breezy wind conditions and cloudy skies for the overnight. Monday, partly sunny with a high in the mid-50s. Check out SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com is the best streaming platform out there, and it doesn't require a monthly fee. SalemNow.com is executive produced by Salem Media Group. Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up right now. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like and a follow if you haven't done so already. And uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Obviously, went very heavy, uh, well, exclusively on Minnesota stuff in the first hour. So I did want to get to some uh, national news, uh, probably some uh, big news that happened uh, earlier. This it was, I think, it, the news came down on Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. This is from an Associated Press story. Fox News on Monday ousted. Primetime host Tucker Carlson, whose stew of grievances and political theories about Russia and the January 6th insurrection had grown to define the network in recent years and make him an influential force in GOP politics. Fox said that, uh, Fox said that the network and Carlson had agreed to part ways but offered no explanation for the stunning move, saying that the last broadcast of Tucker Carlson tonight aired Friday I guess that would have been uh, April 21. Yeah. 
Uh, Carlson ended the show by saying we'll be back on Monday. So obviously on Friday, Tucker fully expected to be back. Uh, On Monday night, viewers tuned in to morning anchor Brian Kilmeade, who said that Carlson was gone, as you may have heard. I wish Tucker the best, Kilmeade said. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. So not a whole lot of explanation was given, but as time has gone on, uh, it it seemed pretty apparent that it was – well, Tucker just got too big for his britches. I mean, I, I, I like some of the content that he put forth. Uh, other content, nah, you know, kind of like the old grocery store analogy. I took off the shelf what I liked, and I just left on the shelf what I didn't like. It's kind of what I do with anybody. You know, and I think we're in, a, we're in a time and an era where if someone that espouses the viewpoint that we have politically, that we have to unconditionally support that person. And that's just not the case. Okay. Uh, I.E. Stephen Crowder. Okay. Stephen Crowder, who uh, I guess there was tape leaked of some just awful things he was saying to his soon to be ex-wife and people are justifying the things he was saying to his wife because they agree with his politics. I mean, that's kind of a warped society we're in here and let, let's not do that people. Okay. If people do something wrong, all right. It doesn't mean that the political ideology that you believe in is necessarily wrong. Okay. I mean, let's let's defend the merits of our argument instead of who is actually putting forth that argument. Just kind of a friendly uh, friendly tip there, if you will. But back to Tucker. Obviously, Tucker was reviled by leftists, and heck, there were people right of center who didn't like him. I mean, uh, uh, Jonah Goldberg and, and uh, Steve Hayes, who both write for the dispatch now, they were Fox news contributors and they ended up leaving the network before their contracts expired, wanted out of their contracts because they didn't like some of the, the content Tucker was putting forth specifically his, uh, I guess it was a, a, I don't subscribe to Fox nation, but Fox nation, I guess is a separate streaming service that you could get. And he put on their uh, Patriot Purge, talking about the unconscionably long sentences that the January 6th defendants were having to endure. And again, I've, I've said plenty about the January 6th riots here on this station. And yeah, they were riots, but I don't believe that a bunch of idiots waving don't tread on me flags and MAGA hats were any real threat to overthrow the government. And if the Biden administration is consistent, they don't believe they were a threat either because they keep telling us, you know, AR-15s aren't going to be enough to overthrow the government. You're going to need F-15s and some nukes. So a bunch of idiots breaking windows with don't tread on me flags are a threat to overthrow the government. I'm not really understanding that. But the point is, Tucker put forth his own perspective on this uh, documentary called Patriot Purge. I've not seen it. Don't really care to see it. Didn't really care to see it. Don't know if it's available anymore now that Tucker's no longer with Fox News. But the point is, is that, yeah, that, you know, Jonah Goldberg and, and Steve Hayes, right of center, moved on from the from Fox News because of that. OK, so uh, and, and Tucker's obviously objected to the war in uh, the uh, the war in Ukraine, where Russia has launched a war on Ukraine. And the fact that he questioned what was going on with that war, all of a sudden people look at him as a Russian stooge, which. I didn't think it was necessarily fair, but whatever. So my point is, is that there's a certain uh, set of people who like what he has to say because he is willing to call out, you know, the establishment, the so-called uniparty that, hey, there are some Republicans that don't want to see certain solutions fixed. You know, so it's all part of a big Washington uniparty. They want to keep you reliant upon them. On them continuing to be reelected, and you know there 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 may be some merit to that. I mean, look how gung ho the Republicans are at trying to cut spending. Now that they only have one leg of the stool, what happened during the Trump era when Republicans had the House and Senate, and and the White House? They didn't seem all gung ho on controlling spending as much as they were during the Obama years when they had both chambers of Congress, but Obama was president. And and Tucker calls that out to his credit. 
and how Congress kind of colludes to try to silence certain entities. I mean, again, when Tiger Carlson released that some of the video footage of January 6th where you saw some of the January 6th defendants just walking around the Capitol, not breaking any windows, not trying to break into the chamber, not trying to interrupt business. And Chuck Schumer basically called out Rupert Murdoch saying you can't allow him to keep playing that stuff. So I say all that to say that as time has gone on, people were, you know, of course, when this happens, people are going to come up with their own conspiracy theories. It's like, well, Tucker was a big critic. He was a critic of big pharma, you know, uh, didn't uh, wasn't wild about vaccines being mandated. And as a result, because he was critical of big pharma, these big pharmaceutical companies, they weren't advertising with Fox News anymore. So he's costing Fox News a lot of money. So they let him go because of that. Or I guess there was a speech Tucker gave a week or two ago at, at the Heritage Foundation where he made, made references to faith and God. And then you had Glenn Beck, who used to be at Fox News, saying, you know what, when I talked about my faith, when I talked about God, that made someone like Rupert Murdoch pretty uncomfortable. You know, he may be conservative in some areas, but he's pretty progressive on the social end of stuff. So I don't know. I'm just saying. So all of a sudden people are concocting all these conspiracy theories. And really what what this boiled down to is Rupert Murdoch, and this is something this is a reputation that he that he's had. Eventually he is not above pruning some of his organizations if there are persistent legal issues that could hurt his organization. And with Tucker specifically I guess there were some text messages. It was in the discovery phase of the Dominion lawsuit. You know, when Dominion was suing Fox News for over a billion dollars for their statements on their voting machines. And, of course, as we as we talked about last week, Fox News settled that for just short of $800 million. But apparently during the discovery phase, you had Tucker Carlson saying denigrating things about Fox News management. His bosses, hence the issue where he became too big for his britches. You know, he had he he had the coveted time slot, 8 p.m. Eastern, and was crushing everybody in his wake. And therefore felt like he had carte blanche to do what he wanted. And I guess there was also an issue where uh, there was a programmer within Fox News, female programmer, whom Tucker referred to in a vile manner. And apparently she's th- either she has filed a suit or is talking about filing a suit against the network for harassment, whatever else. And obviously, given the statements Tucker made, it might might have some merit. And so, therefore, he was that was another reason he was cut loose. People want to concoct these fantastical conspiracy theories because this is this is the era we live in now. OK, because they they, they can't. Uh, they can't acquiesce to sometimes the simplest explanations. You know, the old Occam's razor. And in this case, Tucker just became too big for his britches, and it was go- it was potentially going to cost the network a lot of money. And obviously his story on, uh, on Ray Epps, you know, 60 Minutes last Sunday did a story on Ray Epps. He was the guy during the January 6th riots that was waving, p- encouraging people to go into the Capitol. And Tucker was asking questions, and, and I, in my opinion, rightly so, and fair questions, like why, why is, did, it, did this guy get off scot-free? Was he working for the FBI? Is he some sort of informant? Did he get some sort of uh, d- some sort of immunity from prosecution for testifying against these people that went into the Capitol? No one will answer any questions. These are questions that need answering. And, and Ray Epps, as a result, was saying how his life was ruined, his family was threatened, and, and, and everything else. And and Tucker, to his credit, was just asking questions. And and perhaps Fox was fearing that because of everything Ray Epps has gone through and whatever. And everything he told 60 Minutes, hey, there may be another lawsuit coming down the bend. So it got to the point where they're like, look, we, we, we just need to move on here. And so they did. And it gave a lot of ammo to the poo-flinging monkeys on the left who were rejoicing over Tucker Carlson being fired because he was a ratings juggernaut. And he was crushing him in the ratings. And you even had Tide Potavita, a.k.a. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, 
saying that, that this is what needs to happen, this deplatforming. Well, it had nothing to do with you, Congresswoman, as much as you would like your fascist tendencies to show. It had everything to do with Rupert Murdoch saying enough is enough here. He's, he's threatening the viability, financial viability of our organization, potentially. And, of course, you had the vile hags on The View, you know, encouraging their audience to sing na-la-la-la, hey, 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 goodbye, you know, with Tucker being gone. And those who are doing that are completely missing the point here because they're saying, oh, goodbye, Fox News. First, the Dominion settlement where they had to pony up $800 million, and now their biggest uh, rated personality, highest rated personality is gone. Oh, Fox News is circling the drain. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but cable news in general has pretty much cratered, particularly CNN and MSNBC, now that Trump, particularly after Trump was out of office, I mean, CNN and MSNBC's ratings became a little bit more respectable when Trump was in office because that's where people went for therapy. But the the fact of the matter is cable news viewership demographics are primarily boomers. The over 55 demographic. What Tucker Tucker's advantage came from is he was bringing in younger viewers, particularly Gen X and millennials. Those who are consuming political opinions and or political analysis today via the podcast medium. That's what's most popular. You think about it, podcasting, where you can listen whenever you want at your own convenience. Like if you've got a long drive in traffic, long commute or whatever, you know, today cars are equipped to where you can play podcasts. So the fact of the matter is this, this has nothing to do with Fox News. Fox News was just a platform for Tucker. And now that he doesn't have that platform, he can pretty much write his own ticket. And I guarantee you this, if he does something like bring a podcast to, say, Spotify, he'll probably get a Joe Rogan-type deal taking it to Spotify. And his audience that follow, that was following him at Fox News, they're going to follow him to whatever platform he goes to. And you've noticed Fox News's ratings have cratered this past week. So... For those who are rejoicing over Tucker, thinking that somehow he's being silenced, you're completely missing the point. Fox News, I don't know if that'll continue to be a viable operation. Again, cable news, like network news before it, is pretty much becoming persona non grata. You know, network news is pretty much a non-entity, and cable news has been trending in that direction. The only reason Fox News has been the ratings juggernaut, again, because of Tucker bringing in these younger viewers. And wherever he goes now, who knows where that is? He's going to bring a huge audience. And just his three, four-minute statement he made on Twitter last week drew more viewers than were watching cable news at that point in time. And that was just like a three, four-minute video. So the evidence is clear. Whatever medium is going to host Tucker, whatever platform is going to host him, is going to get quite a juggernaut. So for those rejoicing over Tucker Carlson himself being gone, he's going to be just fine, and he's going to be back out there saying things that you don't like in no time at all, and you'll try to deplatform him there as well. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Facebook page, Northern Alliance Trader Network, where we have our live stream up and running. Brad Carlson and the Clothes are back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. 
That's 952-253-0665. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake, and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Eardrums 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show. Or check us out on Facebook under Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. And again, there's a comment thread for you to leave a comment or question. As always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, so the big announcement, uh, the much anticipated, well, I don't know how much anticipated it was, but I will say the uh, the longer this was drawn out, the more uh, questions that uh, started to come about uh, whether will he or won't he, and indeed he will. Uh, Pre- uh, President Joe Biden has announced that he is going to seek re-election in 2024. Uh, there was an announcement video. I'm not going to play it, but basically the announcement video starts out uh, with images of uh, January 6th. So, so they're going to continue that drumbeat. Uh, but uh, I'll just uh, read the tweet that accompanied that announcement video. Every generation has a moment where they have to stand up for democracy, to stand up for their fundamental freedoms. I believe this is ours. That's why I'm running for re-election as President of the United States, join us. Let's finish the job. It's like we have out-of-control uh, inflation. We have uh, school, our school kids really have never caught up from schools being closed due to COVID. And, oh, yeah, uh, ISIS is starting to get another foothold uh, in the Middle East, now that the Taliban has basically reassumed control in Afghanistan after that disastrous withdrawal two and a half years ago. So um, what job are we specifically looking to finish? The job of trying to turn uh, America into a uh, into a third world country? I, I mean, it, it, it's just, yeah, absolutely uh, tone deaf. And I, um, here's the thing. It's pretty obvious that Joe Biden's not up for for the job. He's just not. I mean, just physically not up for the job. I mean, you see it in the way he conducts himself. He deliberately avoids press conferences. He avoids tough questions. Heck, the White House Correspondents' Dinner took place last evening. And that was kind of the butt of some of the jokes that uh, these people, some of these keynote speakers were conveying last night about how Joe Biden you know, doesn't take any questions. And they were all laughing. Ha ha. Very funny. 
and someone said, um, you know, he wasn't laughing uh, with you. He was laughing at you, basically saying I'm president, and if I don't want to uh, answer questions, uh, I'm not going to answer questions. You know, uh, it's it just a, it's just crazy to think that here he is, almost 81 years old, and if he were to somehow be elected to a second term, by the time he'd finish his term, he, he'd be 86. And I get it. Some people make the argument, and 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 it's a it's it's a legit argument. There are some folks in their early 80s that are still working, living a life, and are still vibrant and energetic. And yeah, that's true. But this guy ain't one of them. I mean, you could see the way he conducts himself. You can see the way he speaks. The way he walks. And uh, I'll tell you this, Axios, which isn't a uh, exactly a right-wing rag, okay, even they are basically talking about how Biden is, this is an age trap. He's seeking to avoid the age trap here. So, again, this is uh, from, sorry about that, the page refresh, Alex Thompson at Axios. Uh, polls show that most voters of most ages wonder the same thing. Can President Biden really win the White House at nearly 82 and run it competently into age 86? He hasn't been running it competently now, but <clears throat> I digress. Here's why it matters. It's a line of questioning the White House hates and tries to brush off. But there are so many unknowns to rolling into your mid-80s with more power than anyone on Earth. It's already an issue in the 2024 campaign with some Republicans bluntly saying Biden might not live through a second term. I, I, I'm not saying this to be flip. I, I'm not sure that he survives this one. And, and, and I, again, don't want the man to die for crying out loud. I don't think I, I, I need to emphasize that. But seriously, given the way he walks around and how unstable he is on his feet, I, I don't know that he can make it through this one. Uh, and in, uh, here's another, here's a quote from uh, Nikki Haley. The idea that he would make it until 86 years old is not something that I think is likely. And this is, again, Nikki Haley quote from uh, Fox News. Uh, behind the scenes, Biden's close advisors say he's mentally sharp. But even some of them concede his age has diminished his energy, significantly limiting his schedule. Many White House officials say they're amazed at Biden's stamina, often adding the caveat for his age. Some White House officials say it's difficult to schedule public or private events with the president in the morning, in the evening, or on weekends. Okay, then, um, so noon to four? Is that is that where we're going with here? Uh, you know, Spencer behind the glass just kind of threw up his arms when I read that quote, as if to say, well, what else is left? Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. Uh, the vast majority of Biden's public events happen on weekdays. Well, here it is, between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, Jen Psaki, who was Biden's first White House press secretary, acknowledged the dynamic. She noted the president's remarks on Silicon Valley bank crisis must have been a high priority since he delivered them at 9.15 a.m. Here was her quote. President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. He is a night owl. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So it it goes on and on and on. Uh, You know, if you want to break down by the numbers, uh, here it is. uh, we're we're exactly one third of the way through the year 2023. So here's a breakdown of Biden's schedule so far in 2023, and it reveals how his staff tries to ensure he's at his best. He's had four, count them, four public events before 10 a.m. So that's one a month because we're four months into the year. He's had just a dozen public events after 6 p.m., mostly dinners and receptions with foreign leaders or fundraisers. And 12 full weekends with no public events. Again, we're one-third of the way through the year. There's been 17 weekends in 2023. He's had 12 full weekends of the 17 with no public events. And a uh, White House Deputy Chief of Staff, uh, Jen O'Malley Dillon, sent a one-word reply saying, False. All I picture is the Dwight Schrute gif. False. So this is what we're uh, this is what we're up against here, is Joe Biden running, and I think the Democrats desperately need to cut him loose. Uh, there was a NBC poll that was taken last week. Uh, should Joe Biden run in twenty twenty four? 
26% say he should. 70, 70, 70% said he should not. And by the way, uh, those of you Trumpkins out there in the audience, and I know you are out there because I hear from you, uh, some pretty explicit direct messages times. Uh, should Trump run in 2024? 35% say he should. 60, 60, 60% say he should not. So uh, apparently... Somehow, some way, we're going to get a Trump-Biden matchup in 2024, even though the vast majority of American citizens are not asking for it. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Facebook page at the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, where we have the live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, close are back with another segment. Go nowhere. Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition. Tune into my show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Gell. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life AcrossAmerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Welcome back, AM Twelve to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carls. Thanks for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. That's hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Uh, both Wild uh, Wild Wilson from Texas and Gary from War Road have weighed in. Uh, Gary says, uh, you know, talking about my last segment, Ron DeSantis for president. I'd be okay with that, Gary. Uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm in the anybody but Trump camp right now as far as the Republican nomination. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to be uh, anybody but Trump, you know, the presidential election. If, if Trump's the candidate in the presidential election, I'm going on record saying right now, I, I'll either vote third party or will not vote for president. So, that's what I'm on record as saying. But I would enthusiastically vote for Ron DeSantis 
if indeed he was um, if indeed he was the Republican nominee. Got a couple of calls we want to get to uh, real quick. Here is uh, line one, Bob and Shoreview. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the firing of Tucker Carlson conversation. Yeah, uh, didn't didn't Tucker used to be a Democrat? I mean, it seems to me that the the left acts like the mafia sometimes. If you ever leave them, they will come after you and get even for making them look bad. Right. I mean, is this why the left hates them so much? Because they sometimes behave thuggishly like the mafia, not just because of the things he says, but because he repudiated them. Yeah, technically, uh, he was a Demo- he was a registered as a Democrat because he lived in Washington, D.C. I mean, Washington, D.C. votes 90 plus percent Democrat for everything. And if you have if you are a uh, closed uh, a primary state, you know, obviously voting a Republican, you're not going to isn't going to do any good. So you have to register as a Democrat in order to find the most palatable candidate, because, again, 90 plus if you have a D next to your name in Washington, D.C., you're going to get 90 plus percent of the vote against a Republican. So wouldn't you want to get the most, uh, uh, for lack of a better phrase, acceptable Democrat? uh to uh to win a race so yeah uh technically he was but for the reason that he wanted to find the most palatable democrat uh in a race say in the democrat primary for a specific race so thanks for the call uh bob we appreciate it is there a caller online too okay uh there was a caller that was asking um that i should look at other polls wanting trump for the wanting trump for the majority i'm not understanding what that means what's that Majority of who? Uh, I mean, uh, to to be the candidate. Oh, well. Again, we're we're talking about a just a general poll of not just Republicans. I mean, I I don't doubt that a majority of Republicans want him to run, but guess what? Uh, there's gonna he's gonna need more than Republicans to win a general election, and that's what this NBC uh, news poll was focused upon. And again, more want Biden not to run. Seventy percent want Biden not to run. Sixty percent want Trump not to run. So that doesn't. So that tells you, it's not just a bunch of uh, a far leftists or a bunch of uh, just Republicans. Okay. So, but we appreciate that. Uh, Randy Weingarten, the head of the American Federation of Teachers, the largest teachers union uh, in the uh, United States, she was uh, testifying before Congress today, apparently to kind of give her. Uh, testimony uh, before the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. And obviously we have had uh, kids that have not recovered from not being in the classroom and having to take school via the internet. I mean, we there's been plenty of studies that show too much screen time for kids is bad for them, bad for their mental health. And Hey, let's prop them in front of a screen for almost two years Okay, to do school there and cut them off from their friends. And in real time, while that was happening, okay, the first three months of the pandemic, okay, which coincided with the final three months of the school year, the 2019-2020 school year, okay, you understand that aspect of it. Because this was a virus, not really sure what we were dealing with. So you could understand by maybe... Uh, shuttering uh, in-person learning for three months. But then they had to start devising a way to get kids back in the classroom as soon as possible. And when it was mentioned to progressives and to teachers' unions and whatever, you had teachers threatening to strike in major cities if they were forced to go back to work. And because these teachers fund these teachers' unions... Obviously, Randy Weingarten was going to be at their beck and call, and particularly in light of the Janus decision that the Supreme Court ruled upon in 2017, 2018, around that time frame, where it said you no longer could compel union dues. So basically, if teachers didn't want to be a part of the teachers union, they didn't have to be because their Supreme Court ruled that unconstitutional violation of freedom of association. So therefore, they couldn't compel dues. So there were teachers that left the union. And so now that's a legitimate issue. Okay, it was no longer uh, that you actually have to, you know, 
provide these teachers with a service, provide them with leadership. And Randy Weingarten, for fear that some of these teachers might walk away and therefore no longer fund these lucrative union dues, well, she kind of hemmed and hawed and um, basically kind of echoed what a lot of these teachers were saying. If we're forced to go back in the classroom, you know, we're going to strike. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick flashback here. So this is a flashback to February 2021. So halfway through the 2020-2021 school year, here is Randy Weingarten sitting down with a member of Axios talking about kids going back to school. Listen to the phrase she utters here and her complete spin doctoring and how she tries to gaslight people today. So, again, keep in mind this is a flashback to two years ago, February 2021, almost a year after the pandemic began. Kind of number five, Spencer. Is there a point, and maybe you think we've already passed it, is there a point in which kids have been out of physical in-person school for so long that the education that they've lost isn't really recoverable? That, that the third grade, the fourth grade, the kindergarten they lost, you can, they can take extra semesters in the summer, they can do, but it can't really be fixed. No, I don't believe that. I believe that kids are resilient and kids is. will recover, but we as adults have to meet their needs, their emotional needs, their social needs, their learning needs. And that's who America's educators are. That's who America's bus drivers are. That's who America's paraprofessionals are. That's who America's food service workers are. And we are pained about what has happened in this pandemic, the crises that um, have enveloped our kids, our communities, ourselves. But at the end of the day, we have to believe that this is recoverable. And we have to believe that virtually all our kids will thrive with the opportunities that we put before them. Yeah, you have to believe that because uh, some of the decisions you've made, and again, Randy Weingarten isn't a government official. You know, she can't make these decisions on her own. I understand that. I get that. Kind of like Dr. Fauci parsing his words, I didn't close one school. Well, no one says you went there physically with board and nails and hammers and boarded up the school entrances. No one is suggesting that. But you gave plenty of guidance to the presidential administration, which was Donald Trump at the time, to keep schools closed. Even though, as time went on, and specifically a year into the pandemic, that how kids, particularly younger kids, elementary age kids, were less susceptible to getting to the, getting the virus than adults. And this was February 2021 when all of, when the vaccine was starting to become available. And even after the vaccine was received by the adults, it was shown that kids were less susceptible to contracting the virus unvaccinated than vaccinated adults. And this is, uh, I got a story from hotair.com, John Sexton writing about uh, how an epidemiologist took issue with how Randy Weingarten in the CDC uh, used her study of COVID transmission in school. Uh, the problem for Weingarten is that is that the history she's trying to rewrite is a little too recent and too vivid for many parents. Her claims that she was all about reopening schools from the start of the pandemic just don't jibe with reality. And there are a lot of quotes out there to show that's the case. This never made any sense to me why people like Dr. Fauci and, and Randy Weingarten would do the backpedaling on their statements that they made during the height of the pandemic. I mean, the Internet is forever. I mean, video clips are readily available out there to show what you had said. So this idea that you're trying to spin doctor now because things blew up in your face, uh, it's not going to work. And you heard Randy Weingarten in that sound clip from two years ago. We have to believe that they can recover. We have to believe this. Yeah, you have to because uh, it's your rear end in a sling if it don't. And it was it was talked about in real time. Again, real time that kids are suffering. With There was already a mental health crisis among our youth before the pandemic. So uh, this is from uh, Tracy... Hogue, an MD and PhD uh, today. And this is something she put out on Twitter today in her congressional testimony. Randy Weingarten mentioned our study in the CDC uh, multiple times 
as evidence schools needed layered mitigation to reopen. She also mentioned me in her written testimony. Uh, This statement and her interpretation of our study are incorrect. Okay, so let me get, uh, for purposes of full disclosure here, so this is uh, Tracy Hoag. Uh, She's a physician, Ph.D. epidemiologist, uh, whose study that Randy Weingarten uh, was um, studying. So, so, okay, we did town halls with President Trump's Surgeon General Jerome Adams as well as Dr. Anthony Fauci. We did town halls with the National PTA and other parents groups. This is Randy Weingarten's testimony. And with mental health experts such as Dr. La, Dr. Pamela Cantor. Our town halls drew tens of thousands of participants. We met via Zoom with pre- parent groups that often disagreed with us on COVID-19 safety measures on school closures. One of those Zooms included Dr. Tracy Hogue, one of the witnesses at your hearing last month, who was quite complimentary at the time about the work we were doing. Well, Tracy Hogue says, no, I was the senior author of a Wisconsin study, and as we said in our paper, because we had no control group, it was not possible to determine the specific roles that mask wearing and other disease mitigation strategies played in the low rate of disease spread. Again, this is a low rate among kids. In other words, because we had no unmasked control group, our study did not show masks prevented transmission. It amazes me this is so difficult for people to understand. The rate of transmission may have been the same or even lower without masks. Who knows? In fact, Sweden's experience, no primary school closures and no masks for kids under 12 years old, in the spring and summer of 2020 was a very good indication masks weren't necessary. Same with Norway, which reopened after six weeks and also didn't mask kids under the age of 12. The CDC and the American Federation of Teachers also could have asked us study authors about things like eating lunch indoors, distancing, and ventilation in our Wisconsin study, which ended up outlining here because they never asked. And it was published by the CDC. More than 90% of elementary kids sat less than six feet apart, and kids ate lunch indoors. Less than 50% of the schools hadn't installed new ventilation systems, and we saw remarkably low in school transmission and no known transmission to teachers. So Randy Weingarten basically uh, misrepresented Dr. Hoag's study, saying that she was very complimentary, when in fact she wasn't. She didn't cite the actual data. She cherry-picked. She's gaslighting. And she was called out on it on CNN. Yeah, I got one more audio clip to play when we wrap up the broadcast here. We may have another time we may have time for another call or two, 651-289-4488. Or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. Or uh, check us out online or on Facebook at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson the closer again, one final segment on the broadcast coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM-1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM-1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Severe weather damaged many homes last summer. Is yours one of them? You've still got time to inform your insurance company. Hi, I'm John with New Life Contracting, 803-5483. I'll be with you from the moment you begin this experience until the cleanup is finished. Call me, John, at 803-5483. 612 is the area code. We cover the entire Twin Cities area, 803-5483. New Life Contracting is a local company that's been helping the Twin Cities area for 26 years. We offer a lifetime warranty on your new GAF roof and 10 years on our workmanship. Call John, 803-5483. I'll provide a professional inspection, provide photos, and tell you if there's damage or not. I'm a patriot just like you. Hey, John, what's that 612 number again? 803-5483. Call today for your free roof inspection. New Life Contracting will bring new life to your property. 
Call 612-803-5483. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. In your car, at home, and on the job. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. One final segment on the broadcast, continuing our discussion with uh, American Federation of Teachers Union head Randy Weingarten, uh, basically gaslighting on what uh, happened during the COVID-19 pandemic and the union head's efforts to get kids back into the classroom and she just basically parroted uh, teachers' desires to not have to go back in the classroom and were citing uh, false studies or taking studies out of context, including uh, Tracy Hoag, who uh, she falsely said uh, was complimentary uh, of the work that the American Federation of Teachers, what they were doing. And she says, absolutely, I was not. Here are all these studies that we presented and they were not cited. Kids did not get back in the classroom as much as they should have, despite showing that, yes, it was safe for kids. And uh, obviously, teachers, if certain mitigation uh, tactics took place. So I'll just read the uh, final tweets uh, from Tracy Hoag. Despite the wording in Randy Reingarten's written testimony, I consistently disagreed with what she and the AFT were requesting in terms of mitigation to reopen schools. And I've said that consistently. Since our study was published, I don't agree with how our study and I am being used to make it seem we needed more mitigation before full reopening. No, in fact, the delay that was perilous. Ultimately, the CDC faltered because they looked to the American Federation of Teachers instead of European and U.S. data. Our kids paid an unnecessary price. And that is the true tragedy in this all. What we're doing to kids what happened to them during the COVID era, what we're doing now in the name of gender affirming care. God have mercy on us. That's all. Seriously, that's all I can say. And as a result, Scott Jennings, who is a CNN contributor, he was on a roundtable discussion, which included Randy Weingarten. Uh, he got to talk right to Miss Weingarten and this panel discussion. So Spencer, if we have that, this is uh, cut number six. Uh- yeah. Um, we don't know each other. But speaking on behalf of millions of American parents, I have four at home. I had to teach them at home. My wife had to teach them at home. I am stunned at what you have said this week about your claiming to have wanted to reopen schools. I think most you'll find that most parents believe you were the tip of the spear of school closures. There are numerous statements you made over the summer of 20, scaring people to death about the possibility uh-huh. of opening schools. And yep. I hear no remorse whatsoever about the generational damage 
that's been done to these kids. I have two kids with learning differences. Do you know how hard it is for them to learn at home and not in a classroom that was designed for them? And for you to sit in front of Congress and the American people and say, oh, I, I wanted to open them the whole time. Uh-huh. I, I am shocked. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. And there are millions of parents who feel the exact same way. Okay. Go ahead, Ryan. So good for Scott. Good for Scott Jennings. Kudos to him. Not many people have that opportunity to speak directly to this person. And, and uh, you could hear just the audio, if you focus on the audio, almost the tremoring in his voice about how angry he was because of his own kids were affected by this. And then you had Dr. Fauci just recently sitting down with a Christian Amanpour saying, well, it's not important who, who said what or who did what. You know, we just have to have to do the best we can going forward. Ah, sorry. Sorry. You don't, you don't get to get off scot-free here. Especially how parents were criminalized or borderline criminalized or treated like criminals or outcasts for wanting to get their kids back in the classroom. For wanting their kids to walk in their graduation ceremony. And for parents to be told, well, I guess you want to kill grandma if you want your kids to walk in a graduation ceremony. No, you don't get to play these games. You don't get to gaslight. You don't get to go from, you know, hey, you need to do what you're told here. People, you, you, know, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, screw your freedoms and everything else. Or Dr. Fauci, you need to do what you're told here. And they say, well, it doesn't matter who said what or, or when. No, you don't, you, don't, you don't get to play those games. So th- this, this is something that parents are, are, are going to remember for a long, long time when you mess with their kids in, in this manner. And it was appalling in the aftermath of the pandemic that Randy Weingarten continued to gaslight and had the temerity to do it in front of Congress with how many people looking on. How did she think she was going to get away with that? And then you know what her excuse was? Well, I'm, I'm 65 years old. I don't remember everything. Oh, here, let us run the tape for you, Miss Weingarten. Does it? Did, did this ring a bell? Does this refresh your memory? And she's being being called out by prominent individuals in the medical community. Good for all of them, and this needs to be continued to call out because there is a completely broken trust in members who sit in our government. If only there was a collective whose job it was to step forth with like microphones and stenographers and. Uh, ask tough questions. If only there was a collective that did that, maybe we might have gotten answered sooner. But dare to dream. Folks, I've enjoyed it. AM 12 at the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Don't we all want a strong academic foundation for our kids and grandchildren? United Christian Academy provides a Christ-centered education rich in history and legacy. UCA offers pre-K through 12th grade students the opportunity to cultivate the mind, engage the heart, and equip themselves to make a positive impact on the world. Our non-denominational school fosters life-affirming classes, various electives, and a wide range of sports and activities. Set up a tour today. Visit ucathunder.org. That's ucathunder.org. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes and the craftsmanship was outstanding. 
Not only do they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.